Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education, where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. This episode is brought to you by Natural Hair Education's Texture on Texture Styling Course. This styling course is a virtual educational experience. Learn how to properly detangle the hair, learn how to do coils, flat twists, two-strand twists, and an updo all on naturally textured hair. In this program, you will receive Ada, which is Natural Hair Education's first texture hair mannequin. And listen, she is the real deal, okay? So once you get your hands on her, you'll be able to learn these different types of skills as well as improve your own skills, increase your service time, and overall, increase your income. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Natural Hair Education's podcast. I am so excited about today's episode as I sit down with Victoria Shelton, known as Vicky from Ken Heritage Salon, and have a conversation about her natural hair experience as a stylist. Now, I came across Vicky's Instagram page a few months ago, and I was just at awe at the entertainment and the education that she shares with her audience on a consistent basis. Before I bring her onto the show, I'm going to read her bio and we'll get right to it. Now, don't forget, Natural Hair Education is now on YouTube. You can check out full episodes over there and make sure to subscribe and share with a friend. And now here's Vicky's bio. The journey towards cultivating healthy hair and locks isn't an easy road to travel. And no one knows that better than Victoria Shelton, the owner of Ken Heritage Salon. Her salon has served as a community staple specializing in healthy hairstyling and hair care consultations and training for locks and curly hair since 2007. Victoria has spent 14 years guiding women, children, and men through their natural and healthy hair journeys. With her commitment to bringing exceptional customer service, unmatched skills, and a wealth of experience and knowledge to every client she serves and students she counts in or trains, Victoria has become known as the solutionist. Considered the big sister among the community of lock wearers she serves, Victoria has a reputation for making clients feel comfortable, knowing their hair care needs are safe with her. While many clients say Victoria has magical hands, she knows that her real magic is in her ability to teach clients how to love every strand of hair that grows from their head. When she's not servicing clients, facilitating consultations, or teaching women, children, and men healthy hair care techniques. She spends her time pouring her wisdom into other stylists and teaching them how to build a loyal clientele. Let's welcome Victoria to the podcast. Welcome to the Natural Hair Education's podcast. On today's episode, we have special guest, Victoria Shelton. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you for having me. I'm so (laughs) excited that you are here. Um, I do want to share with you what I admire about you before we get into the episode. 
And okay. I've been following your Instagram page for maybe about maybe six to eight months or so. Okay. And all of your content is just, <laughs> it's so good. Okay. And you have so much to share with the audience. And not only do you speak to the stylist, but you speak to the client. Yes. And I love that. So I love that you're always educating us on hair tips. Um, you're giving us scenarios, like all the things. So today I do want to just jump into first about you. So can you just share with us who Victoria Shelton is and what you do? All right, so you're calling me Victoria, but you can call me Vicky. Um, Vicky is my nickname. Vicky is what everybody knows me by. Um, but I am a wife and mother of three, and I am a former salon owner. Um, I still work behind the chair. I work um, independent, independently by myself now, so I don't have a staff. I'm actually um, a salon suite. I own a, a suite out of a salon. Um, I just moved here recently from New Jersey to Houston, Texas. So I, I had to, you know, re rebuild my whole clientele all over. And what you see on my Instagram page is just what I've been doing for really the last year since I relocated because I had more time on my hands since I've been building my, my clientele. I had time to put content together and everything. So what you're seeing now, and I appreciate um, your follow, and I appreciate your feedback on the content that I'm serving, but this is all new to me. So being um, a prior salon owner, I always put my energy and my work into my clients and the stylist who worked for me, who I was training up in my salon. Um, and now I don't have that. It's just me by myself. So I said, let me put this energy into my Instagram page and just put all the information that I would normally be teaching side by side with the stylist and training to my audience. And it's for other stylists as well as, like you said, the clients, because there's so much information out there that the clients need to know also. <laughs> and, um, and really, I just, since my move, I really niched down to lots. So I was all, always a natural hairstylist. Um, and we had two locations in New Jersey, which was just all natural hair. And um, but when I moved here to Houston, um, at first I was doing silk presses and twists and extensions and even braids. But now my niche is locks. So I named myself the Lock Doula. I've been birthing locks, um, so many heads of locks. And I enjoy, you know, because I'm a lock wearer myself. I just enjoy birthing locks, um, maintenancing locks, and just education, educating people on locks and helping people, people through their lock journey. That's good. That is really good. Okay, so you're the lock doula. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I did notice that you do a lot of locks. I didn't know if that was um, what you specifically specialize in. I knew it is now because I see all the locks. Um, videos that you post and all the mm -hmm. examples of the micro locks and you locksmithing and doing all those things. But let mm -hmm. me ask you, because you said you were a natural hairstylist. Um, you are a cosmetologist, correct? Yes. So how did you, how were you able to learn natural hairstyling, you know, through cosmetology or was that, or, or, or was that something that you self-taught? Um, no, it's, I mean, a little self-taught here and there, but mainly, so I'm a cosmetologist. When I opened my salon, Ken Heritage, 
um, because I'm in the field of cosmetology, I was doing everything, relaxers, hair color. I never did jerry curls. <laughs> Thank God. I never had to do a jerry curl. But, you know, it's something that I knew how to do. Um, so my salon was, you know, we catered to everybody. It wasn't until I went on my own natural hair journey where I cut all my relaxer off and I went natural just to start locks. So mm-hmm. I had a TWA and that's when I started going to different conventions and lock classes and stuff like that. So I definitely went out there and invested in learning how to work with natural hair. Um, you know, I was doing locks, but I wasn't really doing locks. Like my boyfriend, who is my husband now, but he was my boyfriend at the time, he had locks first. And the lactician that he was going to, she had a reputation for standing people up and she just didn't have good business practice. So one day he went for his appointment and she wasn't there and I had to twist his hair. And, you know, I was using the beeswax. I didn't know any better. <laughs> no. Now, this is this is years ago now. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but, you know, just getting that education definitely helped me on my own natural journey. And then I was like, getting back into the salon, I felt conflicted. I was like, I don't feel right giving these clients relaxers when I'm not even relaxing my own hair. Um, so then I would pass them off to my stylist. And then at, you know, they got to the point where they was like, Vicky, I don't want to do relaxers anymore either. And I was like, all right, well, we're going to have to turn it into a just a natural hair salon. And I think that's what really made our salon stand out at where we were because, you know, nobody was really specializing in natural hair or even teaching natural hair. So that's how it transitioned. I started telling people, if you want a relaxer, it's a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Just to like, let them know, like, you know, basically we're not doing relaxers anymore at that time. Um, because, you know, as a hairstylist, your clients sort of, they mimic or want to look how you look. So at that time, I probably only had a handful of relaxed clients anyway. Um, most of them was transitioning or, um, fully natural, getting their big chop by me. So it's not like I had to tell everybody, like, we're not doing relaxers anymore. But the few that were still lingering, I did have to refer them or they transitioned to natural to, to stay a part of the salon. But um, it was it was a pretty smooth transition just because it was in me already. I was natural, you know, and it was something that my clients were already seeing from me and my staff. and um, and just letting people know that I can refer you to a great stylist that does relaxers right around the corner. You know, yeah, you don't right. have to stay, <laughs> um, right. but you have options. And it was a little scary because, you know, people were like, well, it's just a fad. It's not going to stay. What are you going to do when everybody gets relaxers again? And I was like, I think this is more of a lifestyle. It's not a fad. And we were a um, staple in our community to be able to get people on going through the natural journey and um, teaching people. So we would have seminars where we taught um, our clients how to use product and how to work with their natural hair. And it just took off from there. That's awesome. That's so yeah. amazing. And it's, and like, you know, we're in 2021 and education is still needed. You know, yeah. you still have clients that are still, they're struggling. Like they're asking questions. How do I do this? What should I use? That's like the number one question. <laughs> what should yeah. I use? And for everyone it's different. You know, you just can't, you just can't recommend um, a product 
without even analyzing the hair or knowing that's why, the hair. That's why YouTube wasn't really helpful because, you know, everybody ran to YouTube, but there was some disappointment because it's like what that person told me to do is not working. And it's like, yeah, they can't tell you what to do. You know, yeah. they might be able to give you styling tips and stuff like that. But as far as hair care, you need to come to a cosmetologist um, and a specialist that specializes in natural hair and that can actually come in, see your hair, feel your hair, and then maybe recommend certain products after it's been tried on you. But yeah, YouTube, they can only get you but so far until <laughs> you're tired <laughs> of spending all your money on all these products. <laughs> That's so true. So let me ask you about Houston. How is that going for you? Um, first of all, how was the change um, from having your own salon to moving to a salon suite? Was it, um, well, I know that like that's a drastic change because you're used to working with people, you used to having mm-hmm. other stylists around you to even bounce ideas off of, yeah, you know, yeah. off of, and now you're in a salon suite. How was that transition? It was bitter, sweet, sweet. And I say that because, you know, any kind of change, especially when you're leaving, I left my family, I left my staff, I left my clients behind. Um, That was the bitter part. Um, But the sweet part is just, you know, just getting, I love a challenge. So getting um, to build, have to rebuild all over after it took me years to build a clientele. And I was like, I'm gonna do it again. But this time it's different because I have social media (laughs) on my side. At first it was, you know, you're out there in the streets passing out cards and stuff like that. Um, But now with social media, I was like, let me do it over and let me utilize this network that we have where I can, you know, reach people differently now. So I enjoyed that challenge um, and that's going very well. Like it, I think when you take a, a leap like that, um, it depends on where you're going because here in Houston, it's a need for what I do. So wow. that was a big help. Um, <clears throat> and just from leaving my salon to, you know, having to sell all my equipment and everything to my when I first moved here I was in like a real small space that had to I had to get used to that but I mean I I I can adapt yeah you know everybody can't do that everybody some people are just sitting there one way and they would just like give up and say I can't do this but I like to you know I like change and I can adapt to any type of atmosphere um and now after my first year of being here I moved into a bigger suite so but then I, I had to get that. That. I'm like now I got more elbow room I gotta get used to moving around now <laughs> so um so you know that that was a challenge of you know just having to adapt to a smaller space but I made it work and when I moved here I picked a location that um is not just a private suite where it's just me and my clients so I work at a salon where we all have our each individual salon space, but we can either have it private or open. So we can still oh. hear each other talk. We can still see each other. We share um, a common shampoo area, you know. So I like that because I'm used to that open floor yeah. salon where everybody can talk to each other and hear each other. And when you say bounce ideas off of each other, that's so important. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, even if in the future I move anywhere, I, I still don't know if I would want to have that private suite where it's just me by myself because I like the environment and the community of a salon workplace, you know? Yeah. 
Yes, so do I. When the salon suites start popping up, it's like, okay, it's a good idea for those who want their own salon or, or to have that experience, but they're still not getting the full, true experience of having their own salon because you don't have the co-stylist in there with you. You don't have the community or the energy. It's just, it's, it's different. And for those that, that love it and it works, that's great. But I know for me, I'm a stylist. I want people around me, you know, like yeah. I want to be able to communicate and mm-hmm. it, it's just, it brings about a different type of energy. Yeah, it does. I'll be yeah. looking like, oh, look what they did. Like, I just love seeing other people's work too. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then you learn, like you learn so much. And especially being in the environment where each stylist is um, open to share, you yeah. know, share their ideas. It's like you guys become a sisterhood together and your duty is to help these people serve the people. And they yeah. come in here looking for that camaraderie. So I really enjoyed the you know, the open salon area, I did. Yes. Yeah, the next thing I wanted to ask you about is the lots. Yes. So I see a lot of micro lots on your page and I've seen you do the locksmith technique. Mm-hmm. Now I myself, I've tried it and mm-hmm. then I, I'm not getting it, okay? <laughs> I'm really slow, I'm really slow. But how did you get into, you know, the micro locks and the locksmithing, especially when you were specializing in, let's just say, natural hair overall, mm-hmm. and now you're, you've um, focused specifically on locks. How did you get into learning about locks and then doing the locksmith and then micro locks? Okay, so um, like I said, back in the day when I transitioned the salon into a fully natural salon, I learned about locks by going to... Um, her, na- her name is Malika Tamu Carter, and she's in uh, Baltimore area. She had a locking one-on-one workshop, and I spent all day with her, and she taught me how to start locks um, with the diamond parts. I don't know if that's the East Coast thing, but I think more people in the East Coast start locks with the diamond parts, and I think it's just because, you know, um, a lot of people learn from her, but um, so that's how I learned how to start the foundation for locks and how to cultivate locks. Um, and how to use the right products. No more beeswax. <laughs> um, as far as the micro locks, that is something that I just started doing moving here to Houston. So when I was in New Jersey, I had two clients who they had micro locks. Um, they started them on their own because their idea was they wanted sister locks, but really couldn't find anybody who was certified in sister locks in our area. So they started their own micro locks and they came to me to maintenance them. Um, But in New Jersey, I never started sister locks. Moving to Houston, it's something that people kept asking me about if I did them and I was like, I maintenance them. I always knew how to start micro locks because it's the same um, foundation of starting the traditional larger Mm -hmm. size locks as far as the parting and everything goes. But, um, and I do interlocking. So, it's interlocking. That's what all the, all it is. Um, but I was like, you know what? I have time and I enjoy doing it. So I, let me put that on my menu and it's been taken off from there. So lately I have been posting a lot of the new um, micro locks that I have started and I've never wanted to really get certified in sister locks. Um, and, you know, just because of everything that goes along with the sister locks, but, you know, I think micro locks is another option that's available for clients and also for stylists who 
um, know about doing interlocking properly and, you know, enjoy sitting with clients. Cause I'm one of those stylists. I enjoy sitting, but I can do one client all day. Mm-hmm. You know, I have, I know stylists that are like, oh no, I, I need one hour, two hours and they out. I can't sit mm-hmm. with one person all day, <laughs> but I enjoy, you know, spending that time um, with the person. Um, and then, yeah, so Microlocks is, it's not new to me. Like I just learned it, but it's new as far as offering that service. Right, right. Yeah. And then what about locksmithing? Yeah, so locksmithing is a technique that I learned um, years ago. I actually learned it at, while I was still in New Jersey, at a, um extension convention, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, the teacher was, you know, doing the technique and teaching because she was like, this is what you can do for um, lock extensions. Um, it does not work for lock extensions because you still need that extra step for the lock extensions to be secure. But when she taught me that, I took it back to my salon and trained my staff and we've been doing it ever since. So mm-hmm. it's you know just another option of palm rolling. Like you said, it takes time to learn. Everybody that I taught, they're like, I feel stupid. I feel like I'm not doing it. And I'm like, just keep doing it. Just keep practicing. You start out slow. Like you say, you feel you're slow. Start out slow. That's the only way to do it. And then you'll get faster at it. Yeah. And, and when you do it, it just looks so relaxing. It just looks like, it's, well, first of all, for me, hair is relaxing. Like whenever I'm standing behind a chair doing a cultivating styles, it's like, it's, it's like meditation. Yeah, it is. It's therapy. It's definitely mm-hmm. therapy. And so even to watch others do it, like when I see you do your examples, I'm like, oh my God, it just looks so relaxing. Um, but yeah, when you do it, you're so quick and it just looks so smooth. And, yeah. you know, so I just- from Years of experience. But yeah. like I said, even when I learned myself, I just practiced on um, my mannequin. And because I've had a lot of lock clients, I was able to practice on them. I would mm-hmm. probably just do one lock a client and then palm roll the rest so I didn't waste their time. But practice makes perfect, and um, I'm so grateful for Ona. Ona, she's the one who created the technique um, and, you know, brought it to life. And um, you see everybody doing it now. Um, the locksmith, it's really spelled with a Y, locksmithing. Um, but I did a video to shout out um, Ona um, Osario for, you know, bringing that to us and, and showing us that and, it's so funny. I was eight years old when she came up with that technique, and and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. So this is not new. <laughs> okay, it's not new, but it's new. I feel like social media has really um, showcased a lot of work, whether yeah. you know, like for for people all over, it's given us a platform to showcase the things that we do, different mm-hmm. techniques, and just expose the community that is into this different ways of cultivating styles. I love it. And I felt like I I needed to um, showcase her that one video that I did because a lot of the um, seasoned stylists or a lot of our, um, what are they called? The the people who came before us, you know, they're not really on social media like that, Mm -hmm. but they did a lot for the community as far as education. And if you wasn't there live in that class, you wouldn't know about it. Because yeah. now they're not even really posting. If you look at her Instagram page, she doesn't even really post her, her doing the locksmithing technique. But I feel like um, a lot of people took it over and won't even give her props for 
you know, um, showing this technique and um, I just felt like that's not right. Like if that yeah. was me, I would want, because I'm on social media, I'll be like, look, this is me. Y'all got this from me. But her and a lot of other people um, that came before us, they're not on social media like that. But that's why I did that video. And, you know, just to spread the information of where it came from, how she came up with the technique, what gave her the idea and everything. And um, yeah, big ups to Una for showing absolutely, us that. Absolutely. I'm glad you said that because, um, yeah, I think in this industry, what, what we know just did not come from us. We've learned from the people that came before us. Yeah. And they've been through so much, you know, even trying to uh, represent the natural hair community when it wasn't popular, they still were, you know, doing it. So just, you know, I say thank you on her behalf for sharing that with us. And I'm sure a lot of people did not know that. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to make sure to add that in the show notes as well, paying her tribute and, and homage because she's the one that actually created this method. And that's amazing. Yes. Amazing. Okay, so I want to wrap it up, but I do have two questions for you before we go. Okay. Um, the first question is, I know you attended cosmetology school, which um, sometimes stylists these days don't go. They may just be a braider. Um, but I highly encourage school because I believe that that's where you learn more than just how to. You learn why. You know, you learn more about the structure of the hair. So what would you, what would be your tip for a person that's interested in becoming um, a natural hairstylist or they're in cosmetology school now, what would be your tip to them or their advice for them on this journey? Um, well, if you're in cosmetology school now, and I give everybody this tip um, because this is just experience, something that I experienced, learn everything in cosmetology school, pay attention because I was one of those students where I felt like, well, I'm not going to be doing hair color when I get out of school, so I'm not going to pay attention to it. Or somebody might think I'm not going to do, um, you know, a lot of times we say, we're not, we're not even going to do no pink curls. Pay attention to it. Um, study it. You know, first of all, you need that to pass your state board. <laughs> um, but when I got out of school and realized, oh, okay, I do have to do color. I had to invest more money into taking classes on color because I didn't pay attention to the, the science of it or the basis of it in cosmetology school. So learn it all. It's for a reason. And for somebody who wants to, a lot of people now, they want to start their own business. They want to do hair. They want to be hair braiders. They want to be lacticians. And I always say, I suggest going to cosmetology school too, because yes, it does not teach you how to do locks properly, or it may not teach you a lot about curly hair or, um, you know, natural hair, but it teaches you the basis and the foundation for every hairstyle. So yes, because finger wave is not in right now. It might come back, come back next year, but the purpose of teaching us finger waves and pin curls and stuff like that is because it is a base to different hairstyles. I still incorporate pin curls and styling locks because that's when they give you a nice set, you know? Um, Also, it teaches you hand-eye coordination. So these are things that we need to know because we're going to be doing it as we're styling whatever type of hair you plan on doing. So um, besides that, 
sanitation is a big part. You know, there are things that we need to know to be able to protect us and our clients. So yes, when people hit me in the DM and they want to take a course from me or anything, um, I always suggest cosmetology school. It's going to just take you way further. You can do more with that certificate, you know, and you'll be taken more serious. You will. And I think a lot of times um, our profession is, you know, it's not respected because it's like, well, everybody's doing it. Everybody's not licensed, you know, Mm -hmm. and my goal is to, that's why all the education that I put out is to get respect back on, you know, our industry, our field, cosmetology, hairstyling. Um, even if you're a hair braider, you know, if you don't have to have a cosmetology license, have somebody that maybe is, that can do shampoos because that's a very important part in, yes. in the service, you know? So these these clients are tired of these new stylists who are not shampooing hair. Like that should be, they should want to come to you. Maybe they can do their own hair, but they want to come to you to get their hair shampooed because it's uh-huh. nothing like you. when somebody else give you a, a good shampoo. Good shampoo. <laughs> yes, and feeding your hair what it needs, you know. Yes. Um, but yeah, that really surprised me when I started seeing come already washed, blow dry. It's like, okay, well, what am I paying for? <laughs> I mean, I know I'm getting a style, but that's part of the professional service. You know, like when right. when clients come or when they go to visit a salon, yes, they want to be pampered. They want to sit back and relax and enjoy a shampoo. And the stylist should be able to analyze the, the hair scalp, give a good cleanse and, you know, steam treatment if so needed. Like all these things, you can't skip that process. That's part of the process. It's not about just knowing how to do hair. So when somebody says, oh, I do hair, I'm like, is that all you do? No, you need to learn. You have, it's about hair care. You know, you can go, somebody can go to anybody to get their hair a nice style, but when they take that style down, Mm. what's their hair going to look and feel like, you know? So, yeah, a lot of these new new stylists are compromising the integrity of the hair. You know, a lot of these styles are compromising the integrity of the hair. Yeah. So we got to get back to the basics. We we got to get back to just staying firm and saying, no, I I will not do that style on you because I it's more about hair care for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you don't like it, all I can do is give you my advice and you yeah. can move on or you can take my advice and let your hair flourish because at the end of the day, everybody wants healthy hair, you know? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely true. Okay, so I'm going to let you go. But before I let you go, um, is there anything else you want to share with the audience that's listening? Um, I just want to, can I do a little plug real quick? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So um, like I said, I've always, when I had a staff, I, I was always able to take um, young men and women out of cosmetology school and teach them how to do natural hair. But since I don't have that right now, it's just me. Um, I'm going online. So this February, I have um, an online educational app that's going to be dropping and it's going to be teaching um, hairstylists as well as clients. It's going to be teaching clients how to do certain things at home, as well as hairstylists, how to do different techniques and everything. Um, So just look out for that um, for the new year. That's something that I'm, I'm excited about because Like I said, I don't have somebody right here by my side to teach that, pass that on to. But now in the social media 
um, streets, <laughs> I can reach yes. more people. So I'm going digital and um, my app will be dropping in February. So look out. That for is that. good. I want to be a part of it too. I want to, I want to take some classes. I feel like education yes. is key. Education is always important. Never stop yes. learning. Continue Never education. stop learning. Yes. 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 But that's awesome. Can you also share where, the, where they can find you at website, social media? Yes. Yeah, so my, um, Social media handle is Ken Heritage. Um, it's K I N as in natural, H A I R I T A G E. Um, that's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. What else is there? Um, all all around social media is Ken Heritage, and then my website is KenHeritage.com. Awesome, y'all go check her out. Especially go look at her Instagram page. Yeah. Every time I see it, I stop and I have to watch because I know some type of education being delivered is 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 something that's gonna make you smile. Um, so I love Thank what you, you do. Yes, I love what you do, Vicky. And I'm gonna keep in touch with you. I want to be a part. I want to learn some more techniques. Whatever you have to offer, I want to take some classes. So I will be watching out for when that drops. All right, Corinthian. Thank you so much, and it's great talking to you. And nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. You enjoy the rest of your day. I'll be in touch soon. All right. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Victoria is just a sweet, humble person. I'm sure she's very easy to talk to with her clients. And I'm sure they don't want anyone else to work with them because she's such an amazing person. She shared a lot of valuable information in this podcast episode. If you want to have any conversations about them, be sure to head over to the YouTube channel, Natural Hair Education, and leave your comments under the video, and I'll be sure to comment back. Until next time, let's continue to educate, empower, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.